Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have uh, uh, Matt Atchison. Is that correct how I pronounce it, Atchison? Yep. Uh, we're honored to have you on the show. Your amazing accomplishments is the reason why you're, we wanted you on the show. So tell us more about yourself. Um, well, I am a real estate investor. That's kind of my main you know, day-by-day focus of uh, where a lot of my energy gets allocated, um, you know, using the vehicle of real estate investments to build wealth and generate passive income or what I like to call the mailbox money. Um, and that's really kind of been my foundational vehicle that's allowed me to branch out and do other things that I'm passionate about, which is, you know, coaching and mentoring other uh, people looking to leverage real estate as a vehicle for financial freedom for themselves and for their family, as well as, um, you know, some of the other passion projects that I have. So I've been, you know, invested in a variety of other businesses, um, as well as, uh, you know, kind of branched out into different real estate investing assets, uh, from single family to commercial strip centers. I own a hotel up in Lake Tahoe. So, uh, it's, you know, been what I call my tree trunk. And then obviously there's all of these little branches off of it that, uh, you know, are synergistic with that ecosystem um, and kind of align and allow me to cross pollinate, whether it's business or resources or referrals or just value in general. And, you know, that's where I spend most of my time um, is, is real estate investing and uh, always looking for ways to kind of 2.0 myself and continue to weaponize myself as a human being and not just live like, um, you know, a millionaire in my bank account, but like a millionaire in all areas of my life as a husband, as a father, as a friend, as a leader for my employees and my community um, and supporting causes and charities that I'm passionate about. Uh, and just in general, you know, always looking to um, add value to other people and uh, hopefully leave them a little bit better off than uh, when we first connected. Yeah, man, that's exactly how it is, is because you want to create a life of abundance, not just, you know, in like a specific item, but you want a life of abundance. So you want your relationships to be abundant, your bank account, everything to be abundant. So absolutely. Get into this. Like I know real estate is probably the number one, I feel, uh, number one way to get, you know, into real wealth. Um, but a lot of people f- try and fail. Um, I personally flipped some houses here in Toronto. Um, you know, it was it was quite exciting. It was it was actually a lot of fun. Um, but the only problem is, uh, my brother, I did it with my brother and, and he wanted to do a lot of the stuff like himself, um, you know, to save because we were kind of flipping it. Right. Sure. And, and dude, I, I hurt my back twice. Like I was, I was, I was like, I was in bad shape. And then, you know, I would go there to support and some days I would just sit because I couldn't, cause I'm six, four and when I was bending down, like doing things, it was hard, but I wanted to experience it. Um, it was great, but I couldn't do it long term. So I'm fascinated to learn more from you on how you got started and how do you do what you do? Yeah, I mean, I got started uh, right out of college and I knew that, you know, for me, the appeal to real estate was uh, one, I wanted to be my own boss. I wanted that freedom and flexibility of kind of, you know, uh, living and dying on my own sword. I wanted unlimited earning potential. I didn't want to cap or ceiling over what I could make, you know, whether that was 30,000 or 300,000, I wanted to be in control of that. 
I wanted to be in a space that at least allowed me to, you know, make a positive impact on other people and help them solve problems and overcome challenges, um, which is a lot of the people that I buy real estate assets from are people that are experiencing some kind of hardship. Um, and so we're able to kind of help them uh, get through some of those challenges and onto that next stage of their life, as well as I wanted a vehicle that not only allowed me to, to generate an income and create a career out of it, I wanted something that also in the process of doing that allowed me to build wealth. And so real estate was that kind of industry and vehicle that allowed me to check all of those boxes. And so when I graduated from college, I moved back to Sacramento, which is where I'm from. And I remember scrolling through Craigslist for weeks on end. I had this expensive piece of paper that I paid for in college. And ultimately, it was something that I knew I wasn't going to use. And all of the jobs that I was looking at were $30,000 a year, $40,000 a year. And I'm like, man, this is not going to get me to where I want to be. And so I came across a Craigslist ad uh, that said, um, mentor teaching mentee how to make $10,000 a week. And I'm sure lots of people have seen those types of ads out there, whether it's on a bandit sign and a stake in the ground or, you know, uh, an ad online, a, um, you know, mentor seeks apprentice. And so I was 21 years old at the time. I was willing to work hard. I wanted to learn. I was hungry to, you know, get my career kind of moving in the right direction. And so long story short, I ended up working for a guy that um, was flipping houses. He, we flipped about um, in that one year, I worked for him for free. And uh, that was one of the best educations I'd ever gotten. And, uh, we did uh, about a hundred houses in that one year and I learned everything from top to bottom, what to do, what not to do. Uh, it connected a lot of dots for me in terms of understanding and just getting thrown into kind of the deep end and being forced to learn how to swim. And at the same time, it also gave me the confidence that, man, I can go out and do this. I saw he was cash in 30, 40, $50,000 checks, five, six of them a week. And I was making literally nothing. Um, but it was something that lit that fire in me that also gave me the confidence to be able to go out and do this myself. And so long story short, I started looking for real estate investments myself. I ended up buying my first house flip uh, at 21. I netted over $106,000 off of that very first investment. I funded it using 100% of other people's money. I was broke at the time. I was living at home. I couldn't even pay my dad rent. Um, I was having trouble even taking my girlfriend, my now wife, out for dinner at the time. And uh, that first one was like, whoa, this is life-changing money. And I also realized that uh, I can go out, if I can find good opportunities there is an abundance of money that looks for great returns and safe investment vehicles. And if I can be the catalyst and the linchpin that ultimately bridges the problem for most people, which is finding those vehicles and finding those opportunities and do all the heavy lifting for them, I can go out and scale this opportunity. So long story short, over the last you know eight or nine years, I've flipped a couple hundred properties myself, um, which allowed me to then start holding assets, everyone that I would flip, I would start buying some of those and actually holding them in my own personal portfolio. So that led to single family investments. And then I started buying fourplexes. And then I started buying commercial strip centers. Then I graduated on to um, the hotel. And so it's been kind of this stepping stone of 
what real estate assets align with the investment criteria and goals I have for myself? And how do I create an ecosystem, a business, a team that allows me to go out and scale those types of opportunities? And so that's kind of led me into purchasing and owning um, partnership of a construction company, of a property management company. Uh, now we do coaching and consulting for other people looking to do this for themselves. So it is, uh, again, been all of these cool little branches that have really come off the tree trunk of real estate. And uh, that's the, the trench that I've been digging in for the, the last decade. That's incredible. Like um, I'm, I'm sure the audience, and but for me myself, I'm very much excited to learn more about how you help people, right? Um, but before we get into this, is this only for um, U.S. or is this a global thing? Uh, it's. I wouldn't say it's global because I only speak to what I know and I don't know global certain real estate markets. However, a lot of my clients are, we have Montreal, we have Vancouver. So we do have people in Canada that um, coach and mentor and have worked with uh, because it's a very similar type of market. Yes, there are different caveats, right? And different regulations and different things that you do have to understand how to navigate. But from the perspective of if there's tangible real estate assets and there are, right, comps and sales and communities that are moving real estate product, we understand how to help people and weaponize people with the right skills and tools and resources and team and models to go out and capitalize on whatever their specific landscape or market presents to them. So in Canada, it would work very similar to the U.S. with this opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, uh, if you, you guys have traditional, you know, traditionally a pretty similar real estate market um, with, you know, different caveats, but at the same time, all of the main variables are very comparable to the U.S. market as well. A lot of people always say, like a lot of these companies are out there, like these commercials that you see, right? That say, come with me, like Grant Cardone does this as well, right? Real estate thing. Um he, he kind of evolved, I guess, but there's a lot of companies out there. So in this that I, I've heard of in the past, like I've seen ads. So what about people? They always say you don't need money, zero money. You can do this. Is that true? Or is that like? I have only put in my own money of, you know, the 200 plus flips that I've done. I've only put in my own money less than five times. So I have always used other people's money. Um, and, you know, that, that's been an amazing way to really scale my company, especially when you're first starting out. Now, obviously, you got to be very um, disciplined in what you're buying and, and how you're buying it and making sure that you have the real means and ability to execute to ensure that the investors who are investing in your deals, their money is safe and you're producing the returns that they're looking for. But absolutely, 100%, you can buy real estate, whether it's flipping and or holding, using other people's money and have it be a win-win all around and a great investment all around. And that's what your program teaches in the coaching is how to do that. Correct. We do a lot of, uh, you know, no to low money down type of uh, investment strategies that empower people to go out and creatively buy real estate uh, to add to their portfolio and still make it a win-win for all the investors that are 
uh, trusting them with their money to produce the returns that they're looking for and do it in a safe and responsible manner. So the program that you guys coach on is, does it also teach on how to scout for investors and how to find them or? Oh yeah. Yeah. We teach everything from A to Z from where to find deals and how to generate them consistently to how to analyze them, to how to raise money for them, to how to structure them, to how to actually fix them up and rehab them and or hold them and rent them out. Uh, So pretty much anything under the sun in regards to, building a legitimate, sustainable, repeatable, scalable investment business and or portfolio is what uh, the core focus is when I'm consulting and working with clients. That's incredible. So are you, is it like a video based program or is it like one-on-one with you or with your team? How does it, because you can't have that much time to go. Yeah, we have um, a kind of business in a box program and course that essentially has all the systems and tools and checklists and videos and people can do it at their own pace. And that's just the sixfigureflipper.com, which allows people to go there and kind of take the the virtual course. If people want more of the one-on-one hands-on real accountability, real support, real guidance and mentorship um, on the one-on-one capacity, Uh, that's something that they can actually, if they want to know more about that, they can text the word mentor to 844-447-1555 and learn more about that. Um, And that's more of your high ticket. Hey, I really am invested in making and leveraging this vehicle and space of real estate my long-term wealth building focus. And therefore, I want some real accountability. I want some real guidance. I want some real support as I go about doing that versus maybe the virtual program being, hey, I just want to learn. I want to know more about what this entails and everything that goes into it. And depending on whether or not they want to do that themselves or they have another tool or resource or coach that can support them, um, that's a good kind of stepping stone for getting in the game and at least wrapping your hands around what this type of opportunity and industry looks like. Uh, And then obviously there's different tiers of coaching and programs that I offer uh, for people that are a little bit more serious and want a little bit more proximity one-on-one to me and or my company for helping them really scale and build that momentum in their business if that's something that is of interest to them. So Canadians can also invest in America on these properties or that's a different... Yes. No, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you can invest just like you can invest in the U.S. stock exchange. You can invest in U.S. real estate as well. So um, obviously, there's an exchange rate that you have to take into account and keep uh, keep in mind as you are looking at whether those numbers actually pencil. But yeah, we've got plenty of Canadian investors that invest in the market in the U.S. and um, many of them decide they want to continue investing in their own market, something closer to home. So what are you what are, what are your thoughts on going through this whole system and the, the what you created? How much of it was mindset related? Like did you did you have like how do you how did you, what do you feel about mindset? Like when it came to all this success that you saw? Did it most, have a most most of it, you know, ultimately is mindset. Um we could give you all the X's and O's, the complete formula and blueprint, which is really what is inside the course. And um, most people are fearful and or complacent when it comes to actually taking action. So for me, one of the things that at least in the one-on-one capacity that we work with a lot of people is when you're taking risks, there's fear that comes along with that. 
So having certain safety nets through coaches or accountability, in my opinion, why coaching and mentorship, it's been one of my greatest business and life hacks is I can surround myself with people that have the results that I want, that have the wisdom that I want, that have the actual experience, the actual network, the actual tools to go out there and achieve those things. And I can shorten and condense my learning curve. I can accelerate getting those results. I can avoid making the mistakes that they've they've already made for me that they can help me avoid. And a lot of that pain and heartache that often comes with trying to do it on your own. And right, I can tap into their network. They can help me put money resources together. They can help me structure a deal, right? And that's, that really applies my, that's always been my mentality for anything and everything in life outside of real estate as well as, hey, if I want to be a better father, what guy has the successful family and a great reputation and great core values that I align with that I know I can learn from and I want to get around them? Same thing with somebody that's got, you know, the best health that I want to model after and has the physique or the body or whatever, right, that I want to model after. So those are, that's always been my approach is going, I don't need to be the fastest. I don't need to be the smartest. I don't need to be the strongest. I just need to surround myself with the people who are, and by being in proximity to them, I'm going to be able to learn a lot more rapidly and knowing that one of the things about me and I think most successful entrepreneurs You just have to be dumb enough to believe in yourself and smart enough to execute every day. And that's where a lot of people, they outthink themselves and they think you need all these things to be in place and you need to have all these things, you know, on your track record and your resume. And for me, from day one, I've always taken the approaches. I'm just dumb enough to believe in myself that I'll figure it out and I'm smart enough to take action every single day. Now, don't get me wrong. I get my ass kicked all the time, but the quicker I get my ass kicked, the quicker I learn and the quicker I then go back to the drawing board and I tweak things and I kind of retool a little bit and then I re-engage and I go back out there and I get my ass kicked a little bit more, but maybe a little bit less that time. And I get a little bit sharper, a little bit stronger, a little bit wiser until right. Looking back once in the beginning, I was a complete noob and had no idea what I was doing in real estate. Well, now all of a sudden people consider me an expert just because I've gotten repetition over and over and over and over again, consistently. And then obviously when you look up after doing this for 10 years, you go, man, pretty good at this thing right? So it's the same thing with any aspect of life and or business. Being in the trenches, making small, smart, consistent choices every single day over an extended period of time, you look up and as the compound effect starts to then take, right? You then all of a sudden see, whoa, I've covered a lot of ground. Whoa, I have a lot of tools on my tool belt to now start to use because I've been putting in the work. And so most people, they think that they need to have it all figured out before they go and get started. You just need to have certain guardrails and safety nets around you to ensure that you don't, right? The good analogy that I use is a coach or a mentor or certain tools or resources or the right community or tribe around you. They can be the bumpers on your bowling alley to ensure that when you're throwing those bowls, you know, the balls down the bowling alley to hit the pins, which is the goal to put up as many points on that scoreboard as you can. Well, when you're first starting out, if you don't have any bumpers on the lane, sometimes you're probably going to bowl a lot more gutter balls than you'd like to. Well, there are certain things you can do to put 
bumpers on the metaphorical aspect of your life or your business to help you avoid bowling those gutter balls and ultimately hit pins until you get more and more repetitions and you build more skill to where now you're consistently bowling them right right down the center of the lane and knocking down consistently a lot more pins. So that's the way I look at a lot of things in my life is, hey, if I'm going to try something new and I'm not good at this, that's okay. I check my ego at the door every single day and say, you know what? I know I'm not good at this. Or even in real estate, in areas that I know I'm damn good at, I'm going, I know I don't know at all. So as I get around more and more people who are more weaponized, more experienced, more resources, have a bigger network, right? I'm always looking for my next teacher. I'm always looking for somebody that can help me sharpen my own ax. And that's something that what I found the peak performers do is every single day they're looking to get a little bit better as well as kind of like the barrel of monkeys as they're always looking for one arm up, one arm down. They're always looking to get to that next level. They're always looking to pull somebody up with them, send that elevator back down and help other people in that process because they were once there themselves. So they understand how important mentorship is. And that's where I think having the right people around you and being in proximity to those people or those conversations, we grow into those environments. We grow into those conversations. So very critical to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with the right people. When I was hanging around nine people that were kind of victims and were complacent and weren't taking a lot of action and had excuses for why they could or couldn't do something, I became kind of the the 10th person that adopted that same mindset. When I started hanging around nine other people that were millionaires and were abundant thinkers and growth-based and solution-based mindsets and had consistent daily action being taken, well, guess what? I also started to adopt that same mentality and those same disciplines and those same habits too. So being in proximity to the right people makes all the difference when you're really trying to get to that next level. Yeah, and that's what I'm a, I'm, I can resonate a lot with you with this information because I'm a firm believer. That's why I got into becoming a mentor as well because I'm on the mindset side. So that was the reason why I'm asking the mindset is because we believe that in any kind of situation, mindset is 95% strategy is 5%. Because we focus so much on strategy and we put everything, energy into it and our mind is not there with us. You know what I mean? It's, the success rate is so much lower. Um, and also, you want to learn from people, like you said, that have already failed. They already paid their success tax, right? You want to go to people that, that know, because I'm a, like a big believer in courses and all that. Like, I've spent thousands on these online, almost everything that came out, like I always go into it because that's how you, you can, that's a shortcut. People don't realize, they're saying, these guys are trying to sell something to me. They don't realize that that, that that opportunity right there, if you really think about it with the proper mindset, you're getting an opportunity to fast pace your success, yep. right? Towards anything. So the more you learn, the more you, like you said, if you kind of surround yourself with those people, like masterminds are really good as well because of that reason, is that you want to be around people that that already been there. So you don't have to kind of do a lot of those, those, those mistakes. So that's why I wanted to find out. And I always try to find out. And, and my next question to you would be is, is you know, I, asked, I know we asked in their appointment, but what do you think that your superpower is? Like, what did you feel when you were hitting your mark? You were going into it with the right mindset. What did you find in the last 10 years that, you know what, you know, this is what I feel that, that what got me. Like some people might say persistence, like whatever. What would, what would you say that that would be? Two, two things come to mind for me. Um, number one is I'm a great question asker and I'm a good listener. 
That's obviously why I got my podcast. Um, you know, and I am just naturally a very, very curious person. So I have found that, you know, and I learned this from other people that are way smarter than me, way more successful than me, that they are always asking really good questions. They're always staying in a very curious state and they don't do a lot of talking. They do a lot of listening. And so for me, that's always been something that I'm always curious, always trying to figure out based on what gaps I see in myself or in my business or in other areas that I can add value in. Let me ask as many questions as I can instead of talking and telling people about certain things. What can I absorb? You know, and so I kind of look at myself as a sponge every single day. I'm looking to soak up as much possible information that can weaponize me, serve me, as well as in, ter in turn utilize to serve other people in that process. I feel that's a duty and an obligation for myself. So I'm always being engaged on that front and looking for those opportunities because really it's nobody's job to give me information or give me tools or give me resources that are going to serve me, but myself. So I try and be as intentional and engaged with that every single day. And that's a priority. The other thing I would say is what I call the likability factor. And I didn't, you know, I, I, I try and humbly say this, um, is I've, I've asked a lot of people this, like, Hey, why, why am I in this room with guys that are worth a hundred million dollars and I'm nowhere close to that? Or why am I even invited to this dinner when I don't really feel like I should be here? I don't know if I've earned the right to be in this room yet. Or why am I invited to invest in this opportunity when I, you know, maybe haven't had that resume or track record as some of these other people do. And the overwhelming feedback is you're just a likable person and we know you're capable. And so I, I really started to dig a little bit more on that. What does that actually mean? You know, what, what does being likable mean, right? Because, and is that something that everybody can learn? Can people learn to be more likable? And the answer is absolutely yes. Number one, what I believe is the likability formula is you're likable. We all know those people first and foremost of like when you get around them, you're going, man, I just... I like that guy or I like that girl. There's just something about them or their energy is so great or whatever it may be, right? They give you a certain feeling that you just enjoy being around those individuals. Therefore, when you like being around somebody, because we all know at the end of the day, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. And so if you can be somebody that empowers others to engage with you and it closes that gap to where they can learn quickly. Do they know you? Do they like you? Do they trust you? That ultimately is going to put you in a position, whether it's to build relationships and friendships, business opportunities, to hire on certain members into your organization or your team that you wouldn't have otherwise if you didn't have that skill set. So for me, what is the likability formula? It is confidence plus humility plus value makes you very likable. Let me explain those really quickly. Confidence is just being confident in who you are. You don't have to know everything. You don't have to be the best. You just have to be confident in yourself, in your ability to say, hey, you know what? I don't know all this, but I know I can learn it. Or, hey, I'm not, you know, the best at this skill set but I'm going to work really hard or, Hey, you know what? I know that I may not be qualified for this position or role, but I'm confident in my ability and how I show up as a human being. I'm confident in my core values and what I bring to the table. Confidence is key. People like confidence. The second part is you can be confident, but also very humble. 
you can check your ego at the door every day and say, hey, you know what? I don't know all of these things, right? But I'm willing to learn them. Or, hey, I appreciate that you think I'm X, Y, and Z, but I'm here to serve and help and do whatever I can. And that really segues into the last part, which is value. Always looking for areas and gaps that you can provide value in. And when you do those three things consistently, other people who are very likable and oftentimes very successful because they are likable is because they recognize those things in you and they want to pull you into an opportunity or they recognize those things in you because they saw them in themselves. So they want to pull you into an experience or a conversation. So being very likable for me has just gotten my foot in the door to allow me to show up in the way I know I can show up and actually create more opportunity for myself. So the likability formula, I think, is something that all people can be confident who they are, be humble in how they show up and consistently add value around the opportunities or the people that they are ultimately in on a daily basis. And that in itself unlocks so much potential to explore levels and experiences and people that can add significant financial value to your life or your business, as well as the relational value and currency that can be created from that as well. This is incredible. Like we could literally go on forever with this information, especially um, real estate itself and this information, this opportunity mindset, all of these things are molded very nicely together. They actually provide results, real results, right? So uh, you provided me all your contact information, I believe in the, in the, in the link. Um, when we're, when we have the episode ready, we'll publish all that information in the notes, in the show notes. So if anybody wants to get in touch with you, they can, um, your website, I believe I saw it in there as well. Your website is there. Um, and I really, really, you know, want to thank you for, for honoring us on the show. Um, we love seeing this kind of stuff, especially myself. That's why I kind of did the podcast is to kind of find the super entrepreneurs, you know, in the world. Yeah. They're out there, man. Yeah, They're out there and it's just beautiful to see. And, and really we're all the same. Every one of us is, is literally, we're not a genius. You're not a genius. I'm not a genius. You know what I mean? Like we're all same. We have the same powers. Yep. It just yep. depends on how we're utilizing them. Right. And absolutely. And, if we could provide that kind of support to audience that you're doing, I'm doing, that means a lot because if you can open that, open up their mind a little bit and help them in any way, that's the greatest feeling of all, of all, right? So Absolutely. Yeah, I love connecting with people. I mean, um, people can always connect with me on Instagram at official Maddie A. I answer all my DMs. They can text me at 844-447-1555. I like to respond to all of my listeners on the Millionaire Mindcast, which people can listen to that on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. We're top 100 in um, the uh, business category and entrepreneur category in iTunes. So, just like you, I'm always looking to connect with the more amazing people and know that the more that are connected in that spider web, the bigger impact we can have collectively, um, the bigger ripple effect we can have collectively in certain aspects, empowering people to become more intentional, more aware, more weaponized as human beings to go out there and serve their business, serve their community, serve their families. And, and that's one of my, that's, it's a passion of mine. Um, it's something that I will, I will do until the day that I die. Um, I'm sure the vehicles and the platforms and the mediums will all change, right? Who knows um, what that will look like moving forward. But right now, whether it's on uh, my podcast or on social media, I'm always available and uh, excited to connect with new people. And I appreciate you having me on, man. Yeah, it was amazing. How'd you feel? It was good? Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, it was good. Like I, 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 I'm genuinely like I love this real estate stuff. So I, I might take a peek at your thing and and maybe do this because I like I like I said to, said to you earlier. I love this educational, you know, learning from people that have already done it. Yep. My only concern in the past with these courses was America and Canada issue. Uh, because most of the courses that are available, they're they're always talking about the states. So I didn't know because they do foreclosures and that kind of stuff, right? So I don't know if that works the same if you get those kind of opportunities in Canada or not, right? So yeah, I I mean I know um, a handful of my clients do. Um, I think it's just finding the right opportunities that just pencil, you know, from a financial perspective, knowing that you guys have a competitive market out there as well. And, you know, I've found that my coaching clients in Canada have a little bit harder of a time finding um, properties at a discount that really pencil, but they're still out there. Um, And then obviously because of privacy laws in Canada, you know, just finding data, um, is one of the challenges that I know, you know, some of the clients run into, but uh, there's ways of getting around that too. And then for us, because we do, we're, we're, we mentor people on my, on mindset. Uh-huh. So we focus on that to get them correct in the right place before they invest in business, before they go and take the steps. So they have better success. Um, there might be opportunities where, um, there might be clients that are, that are fixing their mindset and then they want opportunities. So I can also send them your way as well when it comes to real estate because I'm very passionate about real estate. So awesome. I, you know, that could be another avenue as well. So absolutely. Absolutely, man. I'd love to, you know, continue knowing you. So it was a great pleasure to have you on the show and vice versa. Thank you for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Take care. All right, brother. Have a great weekend. <laughs>